that the three forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, returned to earth for the harvest festival of Sukkot. Disguised as weary travelers, they appear at the Sukkah, asking to share the holiday meal. If they're welcomed as honored guests, they leave a blessing. If not, they teach a lesson that you will not soon forget. Two brothers once lived in the land of Israel. Evan, the elder, was extremely rich and extremely selfish. His name means stone, and he lived up to it, for he cared for no one. His brother Ezra was kind and generous. His name means help, and he lived up to it too. He treated everyone as if they were members of his own family. He never hesitated to share what little he had with those in need. Every year, when the holiday of Sukkot arrived, Evan built a magnificent sukkah. Its boards were fragrant cedar, fresh-smelling pine and juniper boughs covered its roof. Pears, apples, and grapes at the peak of ripeness decorated the sukkah from top to bottom. Every meal in the sukkah was like a royal banquet. His guests were the most important people in the land. They ate from gold dishes and drank from silver cups. Poor people sometimes approached Evan's sukkah. He didn't turn them away, but he never allowed them to feel welcome either. They had to stand in a corner, away from other guests. They were not permitted to touch anything. After the banquet, Evan gave them the leftovers. Only the poorest people accepted Evan's charity. It made them feel like beggars. Ezra's sukkah was not nearly as grand as his brother's. Its boards were bits and pieces of scrap lumber collected over the years. Its boughs were fallen palm branches. Ezra could have not afford to buy ripe fruits. He decorated his sukkah with leaves and wildflowers and overripe pears, apples, and bunches of grapes. But he discarded the rotten grapes and cut the spoiled parts from the pears and apples so that when he hung these fruits from the roof and walls of his sukkah, they looked as beautiful as the ones of his brother Evan that he hung from his. Ezra welcomed all who came to his sukkah. Rich and poor sat together at the table. Everyone brought something to share, a loaf of bread, a fresh salad, a bowl of yogurt, a bouquet of flowers, a new song, an interesting story. Everyone, no matter how poor, had something to bring. Ezra might not have been as wealthy as his brother, but in his sukkah, there was always enough to go around. Joy and friendship filled Ezra's sukkah. Pride and vanity filled Evan's. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob came down from heaven on the eve of Sukkot. With dusty cloaks on their backs and worn-out sandals on their feet, they wandered from town to town. Stopping at every sukkah, they asked to be invited in, and they were always welcomed, until they came to Evan's sukkah. Go away! I have no room for you, Evan said, when he saw their worn clothes and tired faces. Abraham pretended not to see the three empty places at the table. May we stand in the corner? We won't take up much room. We promise not to touch anything, said Isaac. We're very hungry, said Jacob. You'll have to wait, Evan told them. You may eat whatever my guests leave. The three visitors stood and watched as the meal was served. Suddenly, Abraham spoke. We would like to tell a story and thanks for your hospitality. Go ahead, said Evan, only make it short. There was once a man who lived, who built a beautiful sukkah. Its boards were cedar. Its boughs fresh-cut pine and juniper, Isaac began. But all the beauty was on the outside, Jacob continued. The inside was rotten with selfishness. The man had no room in his sukkah for kindness or charity. 
One day, three visitors came to the sukkah. The man treated them as beggars. He would not allow them to sit at the table. He did not offer them food or drink. When the meal was over, the three visitors departed. As they left, they spoke a special blessing. May the sukkah's outside be like its inside, said Abraham. What is the point of this ridiculous story, Evan snapped. Isaac and Jacob answered, look around, you will see. Evan and his guests looked up. The beautiful fruits hanging from the roof and walls of the sukkah turned rotten before their eyes. Black mold spread over the, over the apples, white fungus on the grapes. Worms crawled out of the pears. Toads, snakes, lizards, a host of creeping things swarmed out of the fruits and began falling on the table. They plopped into the soup. They burrowed into the bread. They crawled, hopped, and slithered across the golden plates. They dropped onto the guests' laps into their jeweled, perfumed hair, and, their, and Evan's guests ran screaming from the sukkah. What is the meaning of this? Evan shouted at the three visitors. As he spoke, they vanished. Soon afterward, the same three travelers came to Ezra's sukkah. May we come in, they asked. Of course, I'm happy to have you. Everyone is welcome in my sukkah, Ezra replied. The people at the table made room for the new guests. They brought food for them to eat and filled their cups with wine, and the three visitors joined the feasting. When all had finished, Ezra said, it is the custom for each of my guests to bring something to the sukkah. It might be food to eat, it might be a song, a bit of news, a clever riddle. Might our three visitors have something to share with the rest of us? Indeed we do, said Abraham. We have a story to tell. Then let us hear it. Abraham began. Once there was a man who was good and kind. He greeted everyone who came to his sukkah. He shared what little he had. He made the poorest people feel welcome. The generosity that filled the man's sukkah was as precious as silver and gold. One day, three strangers approached the sukkah, said Isaac. The man invited them to his table. He treated them as honored guests. When the visitors departed, they left a special blessing. May the sukkah's outside be like its inside, said Jacob. What a strange story. What does it mean? asked Ezra. Look around, you will see. Ezra and his guests looked at the sukkah's walls. They stared up at its roof. All the fruits and flowers hanging there had turned silver. All the limbs and the boughs turned to gold. Who are you? I know you are not part of this world, Ezra cried. But the mysterious guests had vanished. From that day on, Ezra became a wealthy man. Good fortune followed him, so that he soon became even more prestigious than his brother Evan. Every year at Sukkot, he built a magnificent sukkah, the most beautiful in the land, where every person, rich or poor, was welcomed as an honored guest. As for Evan, he searched his heart and changed his ways. Every year, he too built a beautiful sukkah to which he welcomed all who came. And if the fruits and flowers of his sukkah never turned to gold or silver, they never again turned into toads or lizards either. And so, the moral of this story is very, very clear, but it highlights the key mitzvot of Sukkot. We are meant to celebrate Sukkot by inviting guests, by gathering with people to dwell in the sukkah. We're meant to share in festival meals. We're also meant to remember our tenuous existence, how fragile life can be, and to remember that our blessings come from God and how God took us out of slavery from Egypt and help us be free.
it's just not that hard to share with others what we have. And as our story taught us, when we're selfish and thoughtless, we see unforeseen, we experience unforeseen consequences. But when we are generous and kind, blessings follow. These are lessons that seem simple, like all of us should just know them inherently, and yet they always bear repeating.